Your haircut fucks, dude. Wait, no, that's good, I thought. But, like, in a bad way. But, like, in a bad... Oh, no! That I'm a teen so wolf now! Audibly? It's I'm like a teen wolf! Hi, my name's Jason McMurray. Michael J. Fox has never sounded like that. My name is Adeline McMurray. <laughs> this is no nerds allowed. And there are no nerds allowed. I don't know if that'll be savage, savageable, salvageable, savageable. I did just really shoot my voice for the next hour. Yeah, no, I know. About. You, you, yeah, you messed up. You screwed the pooch. Uh because he a dog uh, and he yeah. gets and they do the screwing in the a he very does get scene. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Is everybody um, in this film a weird high school pervert? <laughs> is that just I what would the argue 80s that everybody like? in every high school is a weird high school pervert. That's fair. Everybody in this movie is a psycho though. Like, right? <laughs> Okay, I guess if you say like, so. Like, don't get me uh, wrong. High school is weird, and, like, people go through weird phases. That's undeniable. I'm just saying the, like, bad jock guy is, like, an actual <laughs> sociopath and, like, needs to seek right. help. Right. Um, I <laughs> want to be better at fucking plugging our stuff in the podcast. Because, yeah, hey, that's we don't really ever do that. And uh, we kind of don't grow because of it, I feel like. like. But smash that like button. This, is that what we This is No Nerds want? Allowed. If you're watching the stream, thank you. If you're not, you. hey, we record this on stream. You can tune in every Friday night, watch us make the sausage live on camera. And Thanks to viewers like you. Yeah, we're supported by thank viewers you. like you. Not monetarily, just... In our hearts. Literally. Um, your arms. But, um, yeah, that's all. Uh, listen to, we have a YouTube channel. Listen to us on podcast platforms. Drop a like if you like it, I guess. And Smash the write subscribe reviews, button. Subscribe. Do all that stuff. I'm going to start Ring doing this bell. at the beginning of every episode. And I need Does you guys to remind me to do it. Has actually ever clicked the bell? Have you ever clicked the bell in your whole life? Have I ever subscribed to somebody? No, it's, no. the bell is different, Jackson. It's different. Have you ever clicked the bell next to the subscribe button? Oh, to like turn on notifications? Yeah, no one ever does that. Why would I ever want... I yeah, get I a do notification. that. I've done that for I, No, I get a notification from YouTube when you do a thing already. Why do I... Why do I... Why do I also click the bell? What? You get notifications every time somebody... I get you a are fucking subscribed to email, dude. I don't know what's up with my fucking <laughs> what <the> email. Fuck? <laughs> your, your settings are fucked up, I think. I know. I must have some, like, really old, weird settings, because I swear to God, every time somebody posts <laughs> yeah, a video, you're like, I get an email from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you get a fax. <laughs> it's like, epic rap battles of history just uploaded a new video. You're like, oh, like, oh great. They should do Jackson versus Adeline. For their we, next one, we did that in our youth group as children, so we don't. We they don't. Yeah, have but we to. didn't. We didn't write that though. We stole. Red no, Link's we did not. Yeah, rap. It also sucked really bad because I didn't know what we were doing, <laughs> and I hate the fact that our what parents posted that to Facebook. <laughs> you just bad. didn't know the words, you freak. You were just bad. No, no because I remember. I specific. Okay, I specifically remember this. Where we had two reps that we were going to do. And I had like one mm -hmm. memorized, like down pat, ready to go. And then the other one was like one we had thought of like later. And I was a little bit shaky on it. And I was like, okay, we could do that second right. one if I need like the words to remember the words. But that first one, I got it memorized. And then literally right as we were about to get on stage and I thought we were doing the one that I had memorized. You go, actually, Adeline, we're doing the one that you don't know that well and need the page to look at to know what certain lyrics are. And so you can see at the beginning of the video, you starting to rap, and me looking you like looking at you like, what the fuck, Jackson? What are we doing? <laughs> and you've just started rapping already, so I can't clarify <laughs> on what we're doing. It was the worst moment of my life. <laughs> 
So this is a series <laughs> called Randy's Choice, where we allow... We, we pass the privilege the of deciding the movie we discuss to fate. We put it in the hands of God, um, or, or as Randy. we like to call him, Randy. Randy um, Jornson. Randy, sh- short for random. Um, and no, Randy Jornson. So it's... That's his name. I mean, so far, they've kind of all been, like, 80s movies. Yeah, I think we there were Scrooge. just a lot of movies from the 80s. Uh, we did Scrooge. I guess Phenomena was like 1998. Yeah. And now we're doing Teen Wolf. That was our latest rando selection. Um, and I think, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not our fault because it was random. I mean, I'm just having the thought, like, I'm just having the thought, like, we should try to shake it up more with these, but I'm like, oh, wait, it's not fucking our decision. It's literally random. Yeah. It's Andy's choice. (laughs) so we're talking teen wolf today we went you know we went from bill and ted's excellent adventure to the teen wolf which are pretty similar movies in a lot of ways yeah exactly um Uh, i mean yeah they are they are teen 80s movies right let's let's try for this podcast let's try uh, to only cover movies No, I think we should just only cover movies that have exactly one gay panic moment where the characters call each other the F-slur. We should have one of those per movie per episode. Can we agree on that? Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Only (laughs) that, that's it. And then one time we'll, like, watch Queer Eye and then that'll be that. Uh, Yeah, we'll bounce this joke. (laughs) (laughs) I am not comfortable with the energy that we've created in this office today. Um... Because, I mean, like Bill and Ted, I feel like for the most part, this movie holds up fairly well. Except yeah, for ex- the one part. <laughs> no, what about the whole weird eyes wide shut party that they have? What do you mean? What's not right about that? When They're the girl teens. in her underwear and the man both covered in whipped cream and handcuffed whipped to cream, each other. yeah. And the game is They're like, and what up. about when he dumps the jello down that girl's shirt? That's not weird. She's she's consenting. I guess that's fine, fine, fine. They're just, just teens it having fun, age, having flirty yeah, fun teen, at a party. Teen fun. You know that party in high school that like all of the parents know about and are like cool with, and it's like, are you guys going to the party? And they're like, yeah, we're gonna just we're we're just having an orgy. That's just what they're doing. <laughs> not having like, an orgy. No, they're like the, alright, here's the grand prize, it's the, like, seven minutes in heaven, where they, like, lock you in a closet, and they're like, don't disappoint us. It's like, oh, they're, they're just supposed to have sex, that's it. That's That's classic. That's classic, though, Adeline. Don't pretend like that's not realistic. (laughs) Teens have been doing that since the goddamn 40s. (laughs) What parties are you going to in high school? That's what I want to know. (laughs) I'm just saying it's a thing. There's just 300 people in a house, so much so that half the people have to be, like, on the yard. The The only thing that's, like, really nice about this movie is that, like, all of the kids, for the most part, like, get along really well. Like, everybody's, yeah. like, friends and everybody, like, knows each other. Except for, like, the main antagonist. Except for the like, 45-year-old <laughs> Except boyfriend. for the psychotic 45-year-old boyfriend who is just always on <laughs> yeah. the verge of murdering someone and is always standing it's... alone away from everyone else. Except for that guy, like, <laughs> everybody is, like, really nice to each other and, like, they all, like, know each other and, like, check in on with each other. Like, that's really nice. But right. the reason they have that strong friendship is apparently from having these orgies all the time. So, you know, it's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a give and a take. You build a lot a strong bond of friendship yeah you know it is worth it um, (laughs) if if we're i have a feeling this is probably a movie fewer people will have seen because uh well i mean i don't know who's to say because there is that long-running mtv yeah that long-running mtv television drama called teen wolf I don't know yes. why this is the movie that got, like, a gritty modern reboot that lasted for, like, eight Make seasons. Okay, <laughs> but... well, what about Riverdale? <laughs> like, why? 
Riverdale's not the same thing as Teen Wolf. This is this no, this is just Riverdale before Riverdale. That's all that's all that the Teen Wolf show is. I I mean, yeah, sure. But my point yeah. is it's like it's a weird property to to reboot. Like I totally get the thought behind Riverdale. I don't under I just feel like there's not as much cultural capital behind Teen Wolf as there is behind yeah. like Archie Teen, comics. Was Teen Wolf post Back to the Future or pre Back to the Future? That is a good question. Um, I think it Michael J. Fox looks much younger in this movie, but that might just be He does look younger. Yeah, that might just be a coincidence. Uh same year. Same year? Oh wow. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. let me look because Michael J. Fox Kinda was not in a whole lot of stuff in his life. No, um, but he also had a small, smaller window of time to be in stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, he never, like, he had, like, these two huge movies. And then I feel like the next most well-known thing of his is, like, Atlantis and Stuart Little. Yeah. And, like, and I guess Didn't Homeward Bound. Have... yeah. Didn't he have, like, a sitcom that was just about him in, like, 2012? Yeah, that was a little while ago. Because that's the thing yeah. about Michael J. Fox is that he has Tourette's. Um, yeah. and Which makes acting he... very hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think... Okay. So here's the thing. hmm I think, just speaking of Michael J. Fox, my take is that if Matrix 4 does well next year... There is a one million percent chance they're going to go and try to do a Back to the Future Part Four. Oh yeah, I think oh, yeah. that is. I think they'll do an it. Absolute certainty. Yeah. Well, I think I think that Matrix Four symbolizes continuing something that was very definitively ended. Um, yeah. And I think people don't want to ruin those. A lot of the time, yeah. They're but I think Matrix it. Four is kicking open is kicking open the door for that. Yeah. Um And look, I'm ex- as excited for Matrix Four as the next guy. Um, yeah. But so, if you are if you were going to cast somebody to be, doing it? are they twins or are they just just one of them? Just one of them. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't remember which is which because both their names start with L, and I get them flip flopped all the time. Um, (laughs) but one of them is working on a different project and the other is working on Matrix 4. Um, they are siblings, so they can talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Who would you cast as the the Wachowskis? That would be lovely. Um, Oh, I would love that. Who would you cast as, as Marty McFly's, uh, offspring? This is, like, it... Honestly, Tom Holland. Like, I know that, like, Yeah, it all... would fucking have to be Tom Holland, Yeah, like, it? I know There's we're no all super thirsty for Tom Holland to be in every single movie made in the foreseeable future. But, like, honestly, like, he's... Right. There is a resemblance. Like, if you had Tom Holland... Tom Holland, Holland like, does kind of look like Michael J. Fox. He, does, he looks like Michael J. Fox. He does. Like, when he's got, like, the long, like, swoopy hair that he has sometimes, he, like, yeah. totally, totally looks like Michael J. Fox. As that, soon I mean, as that came it, out of my mouth, that's it, it's Tom Holland. Like. <laughs> right, yeah, as soon as that came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, actually, there's not really a discussion to be had. So Yeah, the, <laughs> so, yeah it's it's Tom Holland, there's no. Um, it could be Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't be, I would hate that. <laughs> no, it couldn't be. Maybe, what if Tom Holland and Timothy Chalamet were brothers? <laughs> That'd be really good, but like, but like stepbrothers. Um, and yeah, Kate's sisters for... Which yeah, no, I know they were sisters. Women. Are they twins? No. I, I don't know why I thought they were twins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... I don't know if there's ever been a twin siblings director team before. Well, because they have, like, you have, like, the Cohen brothers as the Wachowski... Say it again. What is their last name? Wachowski? Wachowski. And then you have the Wachowski sisters. But for some reason in my head, it was the Wachowski twins. And I don't know why it was. <laughs> the Wachowski you know. twins? Yeah. They're uh, just twins in my head. I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool, though, um, if they were twins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Someone's... Are any of the are any of the big director sibling Duos, groups yeah. twins? Twin directors. directors. Um, Jonathan and Josh Baker are twins. Who are they? 
We could probably whatever, get them on the podcast they... seeing as how I don't know who they are. <laughs> well, a lot of movies get made by people who you don't know who they are. Um, that's, fair. That, that's why we could get them on the podcast. <laughs> ah, remember Kin from a couple of years ago? That movie Kin? where James Franco played the Kin. K-I-N. Yeah. Where James Franco played the mean older brother and the younger brother found like an alien gun or something. And it was bad and nobody saw it. I vaguely remember that, where some kid has a big future gun. Dennis Quaid is in it. Yeah. So you know it's good. So you um, know it's good. Teen, teen Wolf is a film about... Puberty. Wolf. <clears throat> and so, but anyway, what I yeah, was trying to say a million weirdly, years ago was... It's weirdly not about werewolves. <laughs> Did you notice? <laughs> right. Well, it's... um. So if we want to go through the plot of this movie a little bit more than we usually do, base, I mean, it's pretty loosey-goosey, to be frank. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. literally, you open up... Yeah, you open up the movie... And it's just like, here's Michael J. Fox. He's on a basketball team. Uh, he's turning into a werewolf slowly. There's right, no... Right I mean, not moment. yet. At least not yet. But there's, like, no, like, instigating incident. There's no, no, like, moment where he gets bit by a werewolf or whatever. It's just, like, scene one, he's like... He's playing basketball. Like, oh, man. <laughs> scene one, he's playing basketball. He sucks at it. Remember that. <laughs> And right. also, he's either really weird or he's turning into a werewolf, but we don't really <laughs> right. leave it to the imagination. He's either one of those kids that, like, growled at you during high school, or he's turning into a werewolf. And then immediately right. they're like, no, a he's actually a werewolf. And you're like, oh, yeah. okay, I got it. Um, And so, I mean, the first few scenes are just, like, him going... Yeah, him, like, going about his daily high school life. He's got a crush on a girl, but he's got a girl best friend who's really into him, and he doesn't want to get with her because he yeah. wants the super hot girl. And it's, like, f sort of a fun little love triangle. Um, and, it's, like, it's the, he like, works at like, the hardware store. But, like, the hot girl's, like, a bitch, right? Like, they never disguise <laughs> yeah. it for a second that she's just, like, the But worst. he's a teen boy. It's like the at the worst. end of Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> it's like the end of Wet Hot American Summer, where the girl's like, "You're very, you're really nice, but I'm 16, and Paul Rudd is fucking hot as shit." <laughs> like, you're just like, but I like, guess that's fine. I guess I can't blame you. It's not even that because this girl will like not. She won't like. It's not even like oh I like both of you. She just like literally won't commit to her existing boyfriend she fucking hates her existing boyfriend like from the beginning yeah, of the movie she is not into her boyfriend the 40 the 40 year old psychopath right. she's not into him <laughs> yeah. understandably but she's still weirdly right. his girlfriend and only his girlfriend maybe she should right, right. call the police about that but that's not the point the point is that she like no, she it's seems like very comfortable with it. She she does. I don't know what's going on. That's why everyone <laughs> in this movie is crazy. Because I don't know what this girl wants. <laughs> because she, like... Right. Obvious, like, she obviously thinks that, like, Michael is a dork. But not that, like... I guess the character's name is Scott. She thinks that Scott is right. a dork, but she's still, like... Everybody in the school is nice to each other and knows each other. So they still, like, know each other. But he's, like actively pursuing her even though she has a boyfriend and she's like there are several times where like it's a plot point sometimes and other times it's not a plot point where she's like actively like dating scott while she's dating that other guy or it's like she just never right she never does chooses right. somebody the whole movie and it just it's just it's <laughs> right. just weird it's weird it's weird she's weird that's why She's she weird. doesn't get Everybody's the boy at the end. And the girl best friend is also kind of weird. There are times where she just seems, like, <laughs> super controlling. Like, she is, like, up in Scott's grill, like, all the time. And, like, she's, <laughs> right, like, yeah. definitely nicer and definitely not a bitch. But there are some times that I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with the energy that she's bringing to a situation. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, and, and her name's like, right at the also beginning, her name is Boof. Like what? Yeah, it's good. I like that about it. Boof is funny. Her name's. But Boof. what is what um, is Boof short for? <laughs> I'm sure it's a play on like her last name. It's probably like Bouffant. It's like the only name Boof. that I can think of. That's not a but name. But we <laughs> we only call it Bouffant. Is it Bouffant a name? What's Bouffant? No, it's a hairstyle. It's a hairstyle? I, mean, I don't know. Her name's Boof, and I don't understand Boof. it. <laughs> it's good. Um, like a dog? Like love, Boof? So, like the sound a dog makes? <laughs> yeah, because it's Teen Wolf. Because um, it's Teen Wolf. <laughs> the, so the characters it sets up in the beginning are yes. the coach, who does not give a fuck, who is my favorite kids. character. He's, he's, he's pretty so good. good. And, like, every time Michael J. Fox comes up to him, like, with a problem, he's always just like, yeah, that, that, uh, you should probably quit. You should probably quit, because who gives a fuck? And they're always like, that was really bad advice, coach. Yeah, and he's like, here's (laughs) what I know. Never play poker with a drunk guy. And they're all like, okay, coach, whatever you say, man. No, his two other rules, his two other rules for life, which are very good, are never play cards with a person who shares a name with a city, and never, never go out with women who have a dagger tattooed on them anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is just so good. It's pretty fair. It's it's probably good advice, but just not applicable. It's not applicable, coach. Pal? So... There's the less hot friend that loves Michael yes. J. Fox, but he doesn't want to get with her. They're childhood yes. friends. There's yes. the hot girl he wants to get with, but is mean. Yes. There's the mean girl's boyfriend who is a hundred years old, and He's there is crazy. Uh, <laughs> Michael J. Fox's <laughs> insane friend who dresses manic. Yeah, his manic pixie, manic pixie dream boyfriend, who's <laughs> yeah, exactly. just like constantly like doing crazy shit and hyperactive as fuck and really good, and he but wears he's, these shirts. He's also he's like, I hate it when people say that all homophobic people are actually just gay, but I think that is true for right. this character. <laughs> Because he's Um, got manic theater kid energy, but then he's also the one who says the F slur like four times in one scene. (laughs) Right. He also, he has this fun little character quirk where he's just like constantly changing his clothes all the time. Yeah. Whenever they like go to a new location, you can see him like Like taking off his jacket. jacket. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's like constantly like switching out his outfits. Yeah. Um, but the way that he he walks into his first one... scene, well, first of all, he walks into his first scene. He just walks into the boys' locker room after the basketball game, so everybody's showering because <laughs> yeah. it's the eighties. We all agreed as a society that we should stop doing that, but it's the eighties, so they're all showering, and he right. just walks straight on in, and he's wearing a shirt that says "Life sucks," and then you die, and that's just our whole interaction <laughs> yeah. with him. And he's, and like, he's just like talking to all these other money. naked teens. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he's just, he's good. He's got very chaotic energy. He does. Um, he's very chaotic. That's, that's another one of those Twitter phrases that I hate, but sometimes it's apt. He does have chaotic energy. He um, does. And his name is Styles. He's very good. Um, yeah. And like... He's not like the, other boys. <laughs> right. And so you're, like, you're going through the movie, he's, like, talking to people and, like, interacting with people, and he has all these weird little werewolf things that are happening. He finds, like, a really long chest hair, and the kid in the hardware store blows a dog whistle, and he can hear it. And he's like, oh, what's happening to me? He just this random child in the back (laughs) of the head, because it's the 80s and we don't care yet. But he just, (laughs) this kid's, like, blowing the whistle. And to be fair, to everyone else, this child is being very polite. He's not making any sounds, because he (laughs) bops him on the back of the head, and the whistle shoots out of his mouth, and the little kid goes, it's broken, it doesn't make any sound. And it's like, this poor kid wasn't even doing shit, Scott, and you just slapped him in the back of the head. It's the 80s, so this kid has probably been slapped in the back of the head like 12 times today, but he wasn't even doing anything this time. (laughs) 
that and kid deserves one of the better. major <laughs> the major conflict in the first act of this movie is that Styles really needs to get a keg of beer for a party. Yeah. Um, and there's this mean old guy at the liquor store who always IDs him. He never lets it slide. Who is also very good. Um, yes. And one of the best moments of this fucking movie is when he's, they're like, Michael J. Fox, you gotta go in there. No, first, first of all, Styles is like, okay, take this water gun. You go in there, yeah. put it in your pocket, hold it up to him, stick him up, steal a keg of beer. And Michael J. But Fox is like, I'm so not going to do that. <laughs> right. That's really good. <laughs> and so, but Michael J. Fox is like, no, I'm just going to go in there and try to talk to him. And he goes in there and the guy's like, I'm going to need to see your ID. And then he like grabs this old guy and his eyes turn red and he's like, give me a keg of beer. Beer. <laughs> Somebody in After Effects went in with a red marker and just made his eyes yeah. red, and it's really <laughs> it's, good. It's so good. And it's funny, they do that a couple of times where his eyes turn red, but when yeah. he's a werewolf, his eyes aren't red. No. Just saying. CinemaSins. CinemaSins. It's a bad movie for other reasons. <laughs> but um, they go to the party... And they do, they have a good goof where it's like, oh, Styles did all this to get this keg of beer. Then they walk into the party and there's like seven kegs of beer. And it's like, oh, haha, you didn't right. need to do that. But then like Styles right. is like upset. It's weird. So like if this was a regular high school movie, the plot would be like, oh, you guys are the nerds. You're not allowed in unless you have a keg of beer. Like that would be right. what the plot point is. Or like style is like we have to bring a, a thing of beer because we have to be the cool kids, which is kind of the implied right. plot that like Styles wants to be cool and bring beer. But the fact that there's already right. beer there is kind of just a goof. It's like a throwaway moment. But then when we <laughs> right. get to the weird orgy, uh, dare scene, whatever that is, Styles is like right. running the whole thing. <laughs> So, like, he was already, <laughs> right. like, the He's cool guy who's, like, a part of... Yeah. He was already the cool guy, like, in charge of the party. And, like, everybody is friends and knows each other and is nice to each other. So, it's no, like, why did we even, I don't think, why did we even do that? I don't think he was supposed to be in charge of things. I think he was just at a party. It was like, hey, I know a bunch of yeah. sexy, fun games. I could be the ringleader. Um, yeah, but he's always got, like, rubber and chickens like, and stuff in his locker, too, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's that great scene, apropos of nothing, where Styles just goes up to his locker and opens it and just collapses under the weight of all the bullshit prank <laughs> nonsense the, like, he has in his locker. play cards and, like, rubber chickens and all the yeah, stuff just pouring exactly. out. Exactly, it's really funny. And, <laughs> I don't know, and I feel like, I don't know, it's weird to me that you're so off-put by this, like, weird, sexy high school party, because, like, I know you weren't there, Adeline, but people have parties yeah. like that in high school. No, I um, know, it's just, it just happen. makes me laugh okay. that it's just weird. <laughs> it's be, it's, you know what, it's because they're not teens, it's because they're all adults that were pretending are teens, and right. that just automatically <laughs> gives it this weird... A new weird layer that I don't like. Right. <laughs> like, okay. there's nothing. There's nothing wrong um, with teens like exploring their sexuality in a safe environment. I think that's fine. Whatever. But when it's adults pretending to be teens, it just gets weird. <laughs> and I don't like it <laughs> <Okay>. as much. <laughs> but um, so yeah, they basically the whole first part of this movie is just like little bits. Like, oh, he's turning into a werewolf. But he doesn't know what's going on. It's like, oh, my ears yeah. are pointy. Oh. And there's the iconic thing where Styles gets up on the roof of the van and surfs to the Beach Boys, which is honestly pretty sick. Like that it's a scene a lot. Sick scene. It's fun. Um, yeah, I thought that and, was a relatable um, teen moment. <laughs> yeah, um, I got and, that one. <laughs> but the I think the best part of this entire movie is like Michael J. Fox is in the bathroom. He finally like full on turns into a werewolf. He's got like hair on yeah. his face and everything and he's like freaking out. And his dad is like, uh son, are you okay in there? And he's like, No dad, you wouldn't understand. He's like, I think I'd understand. I know I you can talk to me about whatever you're going through. And he's yeah. like, oh, Well, uh okay, Dad, well, here we go. And he opens up the door and his dad's standing there in full werewolf makeup with like <laughs> hair on his face and everything. And like, it's like, it's like inch away from the door when it opens. <laughs> and it's so perfect because like not only is it so funny, but it just like 
instantly explains everything. You're like, like oh, I, oh, his dad's a werewolf. You're like, I totally I understand yeah. this. Yeah. Because I it, like, it totally scene, changes was, this movie. Yeah, because before that scene, I was really just like, oh, okay, we're just not going to explain it. I was like, that's, that. I guess it's fine that we're not explaining it. I just really, right. I really expected you to. I guess we're just not. It's <laughs> right. fine. But then they just immediately explain it in like a second. And it's like, oh, yeah. I get it. It's like, it's such a smart way to do it. I think it's so cool. And yeah. I also love when, when, like the opening shot. It... Yeah. No, go ahead. No, fine. fine. I was just going to uh, say, I was just gonna say like, it. Fuck, fuck, dude. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> no, just go. <laughs> uh, I like the opening shot because it's another anyway, one of those moments thing. that just conveys a lot of information in yeah. like a short amount of time. Where it's just like, hey, here's Michael J. Fox. He plays basketball. He looks really sad. So- and then this like, he, you like, you know, it's just him in the frame. And then, like, mm-hmm. suddenly this kid who's, like, three feet taller than him, like, walks in front of him in frame. And it, like, totally tells you everything you need to know about this character in this moment. That, yeah. like, he he's, he's, like, just a regular kid, but he's small and he's trying really hard, but he's just, he can't quite keep up with the other kids in just, like, physically. And he's, like, very yeah. sweaty and very tired and seems really frustrated. And I think it's really it's really economic storytelling, which I think is cool. Oh, yeah, totally. No, the whole way that this movie, like, because, because it's so loosey-goosey, they do kind of have to, like, control it or else we're just going to, like, meander around and do nothing. I feel like this movie really does a good job of, like, telling you stuff really quickly. Like, I absolutely adore that scene where he, like, goes to class after finding out, talking to his dad and realizing he's a werewolf. And, like, the word right. wolf just, like, keeps coming up, and, like, every time it does it, like, echoes in his head, and then he, like, keeps getting interrupted in class. Right. But it's just, like, he's sitting in a chair in one classroom that happens, and we, he just, like, stares off into space, and you just see his face, and then, like, a teacher, like, snaps him out of it, and he's in a different classroom in the same, like, seat. Like, and they just do that, like, three right. times. And I just think it's such a cool effect where he's totally just, like, out of it in class like he's not paying attention to school and it's just like so well done it's just such a cool little montage and then and then it's the funniest scene in the whole movie where he (laughs) yeah where that happens and he runs to the bathroom to like splash water in his face and like stop from turning into a werewolf and the janitor's like oh you can't go in there just mopped in there so he like immediately just turns and books it down the hall and then the janitor goes no i i washed the floor over there too and you just see him go like he just starts like slipping all over the floor and he's like still running and he slips and he runs and he keeps doing this like shimmy slidey thing and it's the funniest thing on the yeah. planet. And it's then he like gets to a shot. It's like just a single uninterrupted shot of him running away from the camera. And like almost and falling and down like all four over times. The place. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. And then you get to a shot where he's supposed to like run in and turn around the corner and you just see him like totally slide like out of frame and then get back up and then come around the corner. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, it's really good. And also, <laughs> just briefly, there's something so funny to me about that scene where it's like him and his dad are both werewolves, and yeah, his dad's like, the and they're just like talking so bad. Yeah, and they're just like talking, and his dad's like, "I totally know what you're going through, and you know I can help explain anything you need." And he's like, "No, dad!" Like and like storms out and like totally blows off his werewolf dad. It's yeah. like there's something so funny to that. Like literally, the only the only person on planet Earth who would understand. And he's just like, you don't understand. Yeah. It's so there's something so yeah. perfect about it. They're and just, then they're just the werewolf makeup. It's like it's the eighties. <laughs> I get it, but it's bad. It's like it looks like it's from right. the fifties. It's like bad, but I love it. Because, like, it's a weird thing where, like, Michael J. Fox, like, won't commit to, like, being a werewolf. Like, he doesn't act right. all that different when he's, like, in werewolf makeup. And yeah. then sometimes he really he's does act kid. different when he's in werewolf makeup. But, like, sometimes he's, like, like, grunty. And then other times he's just like, hey, I'm Michael J. Fox. Like, it really does, like, switch around a lot. That's what Michael J. Fox sounds like, if you didn't know, also. <laughs> but like I I know I do um, love that like obviously it's a metaphor for puberty because it's a high school story and we can't talk about anything else but it's just like that funny right. thing where he's like no dad you don't know what you're talking about and dad's like no I was a <laughs> werewolf when I was a kid also like I, I also 
The, the thing I did that. I also yeah, I also grew I hair also, in weird places I'm, and sweat, son. I know. It's like I'm maybe the only, as far as we know, the only person yeah. who knows what you're going through. So Jackson, and, here's a scenario. You're you're older. You've had a child. You love them, and okay. they're a teen now. Of course. And then one day they. You get, they're, like, super mad, and they, like, punch a wall, and they're, like, sweaty, and they, like, have acne and hair everywhere. And you're like, it's okay, son, I know what you're going through. And then they look at you with hate and anger in their eyes, and they go, no, you don't! You don't know what it feels like! And then they storm out of the room. <laughs> That's what this uh, is like. <laughs> y- are, what do you do? Why, yeah, uh, what do I do? I would what probably do do? show them pictures... I would probably show them pictures of me from middle school in that phase where I had a clip-on bow tie that I would wear on my t-shirts every day at Yeah, school. that would that would fix it. <laughs> because I was really into Doctor Who, and I thought you it were. was funny because bow ties are cool. So yeah, I had this little clip-on bow tie that I would clip onto my t- I didn't wear a fez, but I had a little clip-on red bow tie yeah. that I wore to school every day. And let me tell you, it's not a good look. <laughs> um... <laughs> I could absolutely the, annihilate one of my friends right now, but I'm not going to because it would be so okay. rude. Okay. Um, Just and then, know that I've got so a nuclear bomb Anna, and I'm not going to drop it. The point... the Anna and I were watching this movie last night, and the yeah. point where we just started to lose our minds at this movie was that, like, the next scene is, like, he's playing basketball. They suck because yeah. their team has sucked this whole movie. And he's getting really mad. And finally, he just can't control it anymore. And he turns into a full werewolf, like, in front of everybody. And, mm-hmm. you know, the whole movie, he's been, like, trying to keep it a secret. And everyone, like, stares at him for yeah. so long. And then he just kind of starts dribbling the ball again. Playing, and Playing basketball. Playing basketball. Like, you like, everyone's staring like at him. At and he just kind of walks up to the hoop and... Like, throws it in and gets a point. People kind of start to play with him again. And, like, just really yeah. slowly, everybody just gets really Keeps into it. And they're like, yeah. hell yeah! Yeah, Wolf Kid! Like, it's so, <laughs> it's so good. So good. It's a perfect subversion of your expectations. And it's yeah. so You're like, funny. oh, they're going to ostracize <laughs> him. And he just, I love, there's, like, one moment where he's, like, kind of turns it inside. The makeup is very Harry and the Hendersons, actually, now that I think about it, but where he, like, he, like, dribbles right. the ball, and he's kind of, like, at the side, he kind of just, like, looks around at everybody, and then, like, starts moving. It's just, it's so good. It's played it's so well. Hilarious. It's hilarious. So yeah. I do love, um, I do love a moment right before he turns into a wolf, where, like, he manages to, like, get, like, one basket in, and you just see, like, his, like, six friends in the audience just, like, start to, like, freak out and, like, stand up and, like, throw right. papers everywhere. And then they just, like, kind of, like, stop and also back down, and it's really good. Right. Um, it's just because everybody's um, nice and supportive in this movie. It's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, and well, because that's the thing is like after that point, the movie basically turns into like Edward Scissorhands, right? Yeah. It's like all about people sort of wanting to take advantage of him because he's this wolf guy and like, you know, liking him in this sort of like, oh, you're kind so interesting because you're different. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's this thing where he has to kind of slowly learn that like people aren't actually that interested in him as a person. They just think it's cool that he's a wolf. And the rest of the movie is about him like sort of learning like gaining the self-respect yeah. to like say no and be like i don't mm-hmm. i'm only gonna be a wolf when i want to be a wolf and yeah. i don't care about ev- what everybody else wants me to do yeah it's um, like genuinely a really nice moral <laughs> especially yeah. for um, teens. is that some people aren't there's your also friends. my other favorite line in this movie is uh michael j fox is fully a werewolf and he's yes. like, he's so cool. Everybody loves that he's a werewolf. Everybody on campus loves him. Uh, he's the most popular kid in school. And the mean vice principal stops Michael J. Fox, hair all over his face, arms, legs, full wolf man. He's like, yeah. hey, you may think that you're hot stuff around here, but I'm still the vice principal. <laughs> and there's something about that that fucking kills me. <laughs> I think it's, it's so just, funny. It's just like, he's a werewolf, dude. He's wolf, like, yeah. you're, 
you're nothing special. And it's like, he's a werewolf. <laughs> you may you be can't. a werewolf. I'm the vice principal. I still have a idiot. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, and I love. There's a really, really weird sub subplot that like ties in with mean bitch love interest girl, where it's like she, she's in the play, and Scott likes her, so he wants to be in the play, and another weird pervert is the theater teacher. (laughs) Right. Who is maybe implied to be sleeping with her? I don't or maybe he's just a creep. I don't know what the hell is up with that guy. He keeps telling I think, her I think per- he's just a weirdo. He's just like telling her to perform her lines like more sensually and more like is is weird. Is weird, but like He's just a weirdo. Whole, that here that whole subplot is just weird. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. Because they're doing a play I think they're doing they're like doing, Gone with the Wind. They're doing Gone with the Wind, which I don't think is a play, is it? I don't know. It, I don't think regardless Gone with of the whether wind it is, is Gone play. with the Wind, it's like a Gone with the Wind kind of thing. As, and they have like Michael J. Fox come on. Yeah, no, but what's weird about it is that so she's like the Southern Belle, like defending her plantation, and then he's like, I don't know, a Union soldier or something who like comes in with a sword. But like, right. there's only. Two people in this play. There are no other human beings in any of these scenes. It is only the teacher, the girl, and Scott. There are no kids. Because he's only there in the no one scene. The They're only kids. rehearsing the one scene. No, no, no. We are in this space like three times. There is never another human being in the theater other than the teacher, okay. the girl, and him. There are no other teachers. There are no other children. There's no one behind the scenes. There's no one in the dressing rooms. It's like we've gone to this weird pocket dimension where only these three people (laughs) exist in the middle of the school day. And it really takes me out of it. And I don't know why. There are so few people that they can just go have sex in the dressing room and zero people notice. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's really weird. But, okay, look, the way play rehearsals work, you don't have everybody there at the same time. You but only they, have the we go there need several there. different times over several days. Yes, why days. would it be different on different days? It's the same Jackson, scene every time. there is not another human soul in the whole building, though. There would be, you would I think never... this is a weird criticism. I don't think I'm it matters. I'm just saying if I noticed it, I thought it was weird. That's it. <laughs> That's all I'm and saying. And she can go have sex with Michael J. Fox as a wolf because there are other kids, presumably, up on stage doing different that. things we're not shown that. We're not shown that because that we're in a time. pocket dimension where only these three people exist. I'm not saying it's Why a bad be movie because that? of it. I'm just noticing it and it's weird. There's only... It's weird, Jackson. Fuck off. <laughs> it's not weird. It's but not weird. In High School Musical... When we're doing the same thing, basically, there's always like even in even in, at fucking Lewis and Clark, there was all there was like fucking multiple people in the audience. There was always at least three people who were like either like teachers or staff, like hanging around. Like there's no there's no universe where just these three people. This wasn't supposed to be a big deal. This was just something little that I noticed that I thought was funny and, like, and weird, and it turned into a huge many, thing for no reason. How many days? Were you on set for times when it was like just a solo number being performed by one when person? When I worked, that in was not like music that was man. not like a tech rehearsal. Yeah, when I was on fucking Music Man and I was on fucking props, we were there a lot because we had to get a lot of props because we were doing this thing where we had black and white versions of all the props and then in color versions of all the props. So we had a lot of fucking props that we had to make. So we were basically there every day and we were running around behind stage and talking to Mr. P- and talking to our teacher and like get send stuff up on stage and like giving them the actors for them to act with. So we were there a lot, even when they were just doing solo shit, Jackson, okay. McMurray. Have you ever been in a room in school where there was literally only three people in there? That does in the theater. That doesn't. Yes, plenty of times. But they're always working on shit. There's always backstage kids working on shit because it's a high school production. There's 
Okay, look. There's only we backstage see kids working on stuff. We see backstage people there because he the with the delivery. You, Jackson, this is so you, stupid. Hit the kid, Adeline. And what you're describing is Michael J. Fox being the other people. He's the guy coming in and doing stuff. No, there are no other people. There's obvious, this is a full play. We only ever see one line of the play. We're there for multiple scenes, at least three. We only ever see one line of the play and we use it for like plot purposes. Then there's nobody, there's nobody else around. Nobody else has lines. I'm just saying any other movie would have handled this subplot as like an actual subplot of the movie where we would like actually see the play and like have it build up to something. But that's not what we do. We just use it as this kind of, like, showing his, like, evolution of being comfort with the wolf, which is fine. But I'm saying this, they don't fully treat it as a subplot. And it, it's, it, and I just noticed it and thought it was weird. They used it differently than I thought they were going to. But the way that they do use it is that there's only three people who exist in this sub-pocket dimension of the theater. She yeah. even fucking, yeah. no, no, she even, no, shut up. She even fucking says... That in the in the theater world, we're all a family, but we never see another fucking person who does theater. It is only her. At the auditions, okay. she is the only this person is there. This Thor Ragnarok. What? <laughs> this, okay. I, I'm, this, I don't want this conversation to be about what is literally true of the theater. My point is... There doesn't need to be other kids around. You don't need to see more of the play. Who gives I didn't see anything to me. I said I noticed it. And it was weird. That's all I said. Why are there no other people um, in the I auditions, like Jackson? Why? Because they're behind the curtains. No, they're not. Because we I see like... them coming the back door of the stage where other people would be standing. And he is the only goddamn person there. Only these three people can enter into this pocket dimension. Auditions are private. You don't usually do one-on-one -on -one stuff in front of everybody. I like when they go to the dance at the but end. There's nobody. And there's nobody. <laughs> I don't give a fuck! I don't! <laughs> you, you so clearly do! Because you had to fight me about no. it! I mean, I don't give a fuck that there's no people. I don't think it's a problem. I like I when they're at the dance weird. at the end. I think it's weird. I think a normal I like when they're at the dance at the end and there's a weird song that plays that's like, I you don't look like a grandma. I thought that was very funny and weird because I didn't get that it was about Little Red Riding Hood at first. You know what I'm talking <laughs> where, about? Where are your brain cells? Where did they go? <laughs> it's just this song. It's just like, you sure don't look like no grandma. And I'm like, what is this song? <laughs> Your hair's not. I've got a thing for grandmas. Yeah, literally, it's and like, like eventually, Stacey's it's mom, like, but it's Stacy's grandma. Grandma. Yeah. Eventually, there's a line that's like, "And you got such big teeth," and I was like, "Oh, it's like Little Red Riding Hood." Now I understand. Like but the first yeah. like two verses are just like, "You don't look like a grandma. You don't have white hair." And you can hear me pretty well. You're definitely not a grandma. And I'm like, what is this song? Like, what? I'm a big man. I got lots of hair. You don't look like a grandma. And it's grandma. like 80s, like techno music behind it. It's like, yeah, what exactly. Are what are we doing? What is this? And then <laughs> I figured it out. Oh, it's like Little Red Riding Hood. Um, you know when Michael J. Fox starts doing this dance, it's like the thriller, but not where he like does a little jig and then like both his hands come up or like both his hands yeah. come up and then it goes down and does a little jig some more. But then everybody in the whole school starts doing it as this like yeah, forty-year-old boyfriend craze. looks on, and it's just it's really good. Um, my, my friends and uh. I mean, those are all the notes that I have about like specific things I wanted to bring up. It's just that like yeah. So I need a moment I need a thing of clarification. So they go bowling, he's a wolf man. It's one of those weird scenes where the girl hasn't committed to dating either of the fellas and it's just right. whatever. It's kind of a plot point in the next scene, and this is like establishing that plot point. But right. like cause she's like fully on a date with Scott. Right. While that other guy yeah, really good. is there, and he's like, but while he's there, he's like, don't put your hands on my girl. So 
yeah <laughs> it's weird so he's it's like, weird he's like on the other side of the bowling alley he's like hey yeah. get your hands off my girl they're like <laughs> on a good. date <laughs> he's like that but yeah but then he and has i love that like after that is when the girl is like oh you're not my boyfriend i have a boyfriend it's like i wanted to get fucked by a werewolf and i wanted somebody to teach me how to bowl like you have served your purpose <laughs> like, yeah we're but done now <laughs> yeah and then we're done but, like, the psychotic 40-year-old boyfriend makes a comment where he's like, I've dealt with wol- werewolves but fine. Remember when I shot your mom? And it was <laughs> yeah. like, and I don't know if I he, think was he was serious just saying, I No, I think he was saying, like, oh, I deal with wolves all the time. Talking about real yeah. wolves. One time one got into my chicken shed and I killed it. That was probably your mom, right? Because he's like being racist yeah, to him about how he's. Well, because like her. His I don't mom think he literally meant I shot your mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the reason that I thought he was like, "Yo, what's up? We're in a bowling alley surrounded by a hundred other people. I shot your mom." The reason why I thought that's <laughs> what was going on was because that's how the movie is just giving you information like that. We're just like straight up, like here's what we're doing. So when he made that joke, right. I was like. Oh, is this what we're doing now? And it's like, you right. gotta be careful, movie. Because if you just say things, I'm just <laughs> right. gonna believe you. Because that's how the conversation has gone in the past. Where you've just right, told yeah. me something and I've agreed with you. Right. There's also the good little subplot where it's like the mean vice principal doesn't like him because uh, he, Michael J. Fox's dad scared the vice principal when he was a kid so bad that he pissed his pants like a yeah. little piss baby. And he's still angry about it. And then... He's like uh, Severus later, <laughs> Yeah. And then like later, like 40 years later, he's still mad about it. And so he's yeah. mean to Michael J. Fox. But then later at the dance, his dad comes back and makes him piss his pants again. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, like, closure, I guess. Closure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why um, is the dad even there? He is solely there to yeah, make it's the a vice weird principal thing. pee his pants. That's the only reason <laughs> yeah. why he's there. And it's uh, just, yeah. And there's then, a really good what happens subplot. At the end? There's a real, well, I really like the end, but there's another little sub- subplot that, like, there's, like, this freshman kid that they hang out with. And, like, when he turns into a wolf, the little freshman kid is, like, afraid of him. And it's, like, a lot of, like, pathos. And, like, when he gets in the fight oh, and right. dance with the psychotic guy. And he, like, looks at the freshman's face. And that's when he kind of decides that he, like, needs to get out. And he needs to stop being the wolf because this kid is scared of him. And it's, right. like, really good. And it's got a lot of pathos. Yeah. But we did, it, I wish... Th- this movie's weird. Because it's so loosey-goosey, I feel like we only really focus on the main story. And then we don't have time to really, like, flesh out these subplots a whole lot. And, like, the way that they're introduced, they're used pretty well. I just think it's interesting that, like, this movie doesn't really right. have a lot of side plots, even though it is introducing, like, other ideas. Like, it's still just, like, yeah. focuses it's on the plot. It's a fairly focused you know? movie. Yeah, which yeah. is weird. Which is weird. <laughs> For this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also love later, because the first time they surf on the car, it's just Styles doing it. But then the second yeah. time, Michael J. Fox is a werewolf. He's like, no, these waves are mine. And then he's surfing on the car this time. Yeah, but Which, he's like doing frankly, like, he like does like six backflips in a row yeah. at one point. <laughs> but honestly, it's not as fun when it's not nighttime, if I'm being honest. I like it better yeah. when it's nighttime. The second it's time they as, do it, it's not as cool. It's not as fun when he's not wearing a Hawaiian shirt, I gotta say. Yeah, man. And like there's and, this I mean, great shot. Where he's, like, standing on his hands, and yeah. he's doing, like, a handstand, and then there's a shot of the van coming around the corner, and it's so clearly a fucking, like, mannequin <laughs> that they've just, yeah, like, nailed like the hands down. to the top of a van. <laughs> it's so funny. It's really good. Um, but yeah, so I, mean, I, mean, I, I feel like that's the largest cultural footprint of this movie, probably, is the, like, surfing on top of a car, right? Like, people talk yeah. about that as, like, the Teen Wolf thing. And it's just weird because, like, it is a cool, memorable thing, but I feel like there are more memorable things in this movie than that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, Michael J. Fox sliding down the hallway. It's the funniest thing <laughs> yeah. on the planet. But, I, like, I, I genuinely think the scene where he turns into a werewolf in front of the entire basketball team is so goddamn funny. perfect. I think it's, it's really so funny. I looked... For the penis at the end of this movie, and I couldn't find it. I'm not sure where it is. Oh, that's right. 
Because the, of, is that the, like an the urban final legend thing? Game. No, it's a thing. I've like seen that like a picture of somebody proving it before, but it's like it's a thing where like one of the extras in the final basketball game in one of the shots just has his penis out, and you can see it. I'm it's watching like, oh, a YouTube video called. I'm watching a YouTube video called Teen Wolf Penis Bomb. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> That's the name of my band. It's like Teen sex Wolf. bomb, but different. <laughs> Is he gonna like point it out? Oh, okay, okay. Hold on, I'll show you and the chat. Are you just gonna put oh, a, oh. a penis in the live stream? <laughs> it's fucking so small. Not the penis, <laughs> like just in the frame. Boom! Get roasted, guy from the eighties. Your dick is small. <laughs> <laughs> um, one sec. This is the guy. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't, like, fully have his dick out. That's disappointing. I don't think, I think he's his not hanging fly brain. is just down. Yeah, yeah I think I he just forgot he... to zip up his pants. It must have been, like, he was, like, an extra, and they, like, handed him his clothes really quickly, and they were like, go get changed, and he'd be on set, like, now. So, like, then. Right. He just, like, threw clothes on and, like, just didn't have time to zip his pants or something. That's not as. <laughs> right. It's not as funny as I wanted it to it be. Doesn't, I'm disappointed. I mean, I don't know. That was a very low resolution video. Maybe if I really maybe, looked at that HD 4K like, version, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a penis." Now that's what I call penis. <laughs> penis. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, genuinely, is this the content the you guys ending... like on stream? <laughs> it's like this. This was disappointing. This is like when people are like, "There's, there's a, there's a fucking, there's a one of the Munchkins in." Wizard of Oz hangs himself in the background, and you watch the clip, and it's one of the fucking cranes that's just in the back background of that scene, like, stretching and flapping its wings. That's the stupidest urban legend on the planet, can I just say? It, yeah. It's just, it's just wrong, and you can very easily <laughs> prove that it's wrong by right. watching the film. It, it's the so mo- stupid. <laughs> the, uh, so the end of this movie, I mean, basically, he, he finally makes the decision that he doesn't want people to keep taking advantage of him for his hairy wolf dong and for his merchandising rights and for his athletic ability because he's the wolf. Everybody just likes the wolf. So he's like, I'm giving up the wolf. I'm just going to be a regular kid. And then he plays the big the big game only as a, as a human. And he wins mm-hmm. the big game just barely. And for some reason, the hundred-year-old boyfriend is on the other team because I guess yeah, he goes to a different school. Yeah, he's on the other high school basketball team. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with Which that. Which doesn't make any. <laughs> They're make... on the same team at the beginning of the movie, and I guess that he's just so pissed and wants to punch <laughs> Michael J. Fox so bad. That he changes schools, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. he transfers to another school. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because he's a psychopath and he wants to kill him. But the only way that he knows how to fight is through basketball. That's the only way he expresses right. his emotions is through basketball. So, but right. Jackson, so it's he wins important. the big it's game. Not, it's, he, doesn't, he doesn't win it by himself. He wins it with his friends right. on the basketball team. And they all come together. Teamwork as a basketball family to win and the coach like actually right. gives a shit and it's like oh this is his family they did it together right. it's weird then, it's i feel like with movies like this where off. there are a lot of right and i feel like in movies like this where there are a lot of stakes attached to like a big game or something yeah. there's always it's oh i was just thinking about it because i've been watching a lot of I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll give away movies. my project on stream a little bit, but I've been watching a lot of, like, direct-to-streaming movies, and I'm just thinking a lot about, like, if you're making, like, a small movie that doesn't get a lot of attention, like, and you want to set yourself apart, one of the best ways to do that is to try to sort of subvert expectations. That's a good way to, like, get some word of mouth going about your movie. And, like, yeah. I'm just thinking about that as an idea, and, like, when you have a competition, basically, I don't know, I couldn't think of any good way to subvert expectations with that. Because there's only two things you can really do, right? They win. Yeah. Or they lose, but they learn an important lesson. 
Yeah. And it's like, both of those have been done to death. And both of those are pretty satisfying to watch. You know, it's I like... Mean, yeah. Because Anna and I were talking during that last scene. We were like, okay, so do you think they're going to win or do you think they're going to lose but learn an important lesson about friendship? Yeah. And we both thought that they were going to learn an important lesson about friendship. But they won. They won in this one. Which is yeah. like... I don't know. I guess I guess we didn't see it coming, but we did. I don't know. It's yeah, just, it's a it's... weird it's a weird narrative phenomenon that I've been thinking about a lot. Like if I were writing something yeah. like that, like what would I do? Like is there a third option I could come up with? Yeah. Besides like I mean the third option is There's a like... terrorist and the they're yeah, Court we have to stop up. playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, the right. third option is we don't play basketball. That's the third option. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, yeah. I I really enjoyed this scene because I feel like a lot of the time when a lot of pressure is put on a specific basketball game or any sports game, there is definitely, there's like, the most, the type that I've seen the most of is like, we have to win this game in order to prove a point about racism is a very popular one. Whether <laughs> we're playing football or right. basketball or whatever, like it's like we gotta we gotta do this for our for black people, and it's like okay, but like it, that's very important. But also, this is like one of those like documentary uplifting movies, so like I know we're gonna win right. and also learn an important lesson about racism. Right. And but like the second version is like. I don't know, like, it's not just, like, personal stakes. It's not just, like, it's it's always, like, way, like, beyond that. Like, the high school musical, like, basketball game. Like, it's more than personal stakes. It's, like, we have to win. Right. Or else the school's gonna get defunded or something like that. <laughs> right, It never yeah. happened because it's a sport and sports never get defunded. But, like... It, I, what I really liked about this one is that it was just, like, personal stakes. Like, I was like, oh, right, so, like, what happens right, right. if they lose? And it's like, well, it's sad if they lose, but we don't lose anything if they lose. Like, they still had this awesome moment of coming together and, like, learning a lesson right. that, like, we don't need the wolf man. And, like, we don't need the wolf man, we just need the man. Like, that is, like, we've already had the important lesson, that's basically, just by playing and playing the game. And I really like right. that, because you want them to win because you feel they deserve it, because they've already won the lesson. Like, the lesson doesn't come... <laughs> right, yeah. ...from winning or losing. We've already learned the lesson. Like, the... Winning the game does not determine the stakes. The stakes have already basically been met by the fact that we're playing the game at all, you know? Right. If I were writing it, I think I would have had them lose, but, like, just barely. Because I yeah. feel like... Because the way that this movie functions is like, oh, I'm cool just being me. And I prove it by winning the basketball game. Yeah. And I feel like what I would rather do would be, like, I'm definitely objectively not as cool as the Bad wolf guy basketball yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and it's like if i could like really pull it out and like do a good job in the game that would still be a personal victory even if we didn't win per se because mm -hmm. like my my worth as a person shouldn't be tied to whether or not i can win the basketball game you know and we all learned yeah. a lesson about how michael j fox can just be michael j fox even yeah. if he's not good at breakdancing and bowling and basketball and yeah sex, and like your you your know? real friends are gonna like you no matter what like even if we kind yeah, if yeah. we did like a parallel to that first game where his friends are the only one that cheers i would i think a cool version would be like there's always there's the other version of a basketball story where they lose but the losing team celebrates way more than the winning team does you know that's a scene right. and everybody cries but i i think i would yeah. enjoy a scene where the school is kind of like Ah, oh, fuck, fuck, we lost, I'm upset. But then all of his, like, <laughs> right. close actual friends are still, like, screaming and shouting like they won in the basketball team, and all his real friends right. are the ones who are still super happy for him because they right. like Scott, and Scott did something cool. Even if they didn't win, <laughs> yeah. even if he's not the wolf man, like, they're still totally happy. I think that would have been a fun way to do it, too. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like we're at the end. I think we can start wrapping up. Yeah, I, I think it's a really fun movie. My phone is also on a low battery. It's a very fun movie. <laughs> it's nice and short, and it's really funny a lot of the time. 
And yeah. I think, oh, and I, I made a note standing... that, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they only drop the F slur, I think, three times, but just in one little right. scene. Where just they're in, also in looking for scene. weed, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I made a note that, like, I think the dialogue is really creative in this movie. Like, the oh, things yeah. that people, like, say to each other is, like, totally... Like, the way people talk is, like, totally different than, like, you're used to seeing in this kind of movie. And I mm-hmm. should have written down a specific example, but there's just lots of, like, really fun, interesting lines that get thrown around that feel, yeah. like, fresh fresh and unique, like, even now, you know? Um, yeah. And I should have fucking written some down, written down, but I didn't. I think, so just... I think a lot of it was probably Styles' dialogue, just because he's a very fun character to write dialogue for, right. you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Adeline, would you like yes. to uh, hear a five-star review of Teen Wolf? I would. So, this is a, a five-star review. Ten out of ten. The best possible score. Amazing. Fantastic. Warning. Do not surf on moving vehicles. Someone in my neighborhood tried it once. Having wiped out in the process, he ended up a vegetable after sustaining severe brain damage. Besides that downer anecdote, this movie is so much fun. Oh. (laughs) This person. (laughs) Not only. Like, don't. Don't call people vegetables, first of all. Wildly insulting. We know not to do that. Also. My name's Jackson McMurray. I I love it. It's my favorite movie. (laughs) My name is Adeline McMurray. And this is No Nerds Allowed. There are no nerds allowed. Like, you can't... can't. (laughs) (laughs) He split his brain where half of him is wildly (laughs) concerned. He's doing a double thing where half of himself is wildly concerned about the well-being of teens. And the other half of his brain is like, it's a funny movie, though. I like it.